Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. Uh, glad to have you join us today on the show. We've got a great lineup. Uh, got some exciting uh, guests for you. We have Rick Wallace in the studio here shortly with Briggs Surratt. They're going to be talking a little eventing, bringing you some interesting and exciting news about the Ocala Jockey Club and the wonderful international three-day event that's coming up in November. We're always uh, thrilled to be part of that wonderful event here in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world. I'm going to start off with some news uh, for you from around the horse world today. And um, later on, we're going to have some other great guests. We're going to have uh, Dorian Farmer and his wife Heather with us from Summit Joint Performance. We're also going to have Jessica Lynn from Earth Song Ranch sharing some holistic uh, horse advice on colic and changes in season, which we know definitely concern us with uh, horses. A wonderful story from Heather Salinisi uh, of a rescue of, uh, of some horses from a barn fire. She was uh, awarded for her heroism, and uh, that's just wonderful to, uh, to see those sort of rescues uh, go on, and we love that. So. Um, so lots of great things to, to chat to you about in the horse world today. But let's start off with um, the news from around the world in horses. Kevin Babington, the Irish show jumper who suffered a spinal cord injury in a fall at the Hampton Classic in New York in August, is breathing on his own. His wife, uh, Diana, posted on October 15th that she's extremely happy to report that he's off the ventilator completely. Um, and that actually marks 24 hours of unassisted breathing for Kevin. So we're thrilled. We, of course, have had Kevin Babington on the show. I've had him sit right beside me and uh, do an interview. And he's a, he's a wonderful chap and uh, a great rider. And we certainly love having him part of uh, hits here in Ocala every year. Um, we see him competing and showing. And uh, I've had him uh, be part of the Irish team many times. And uh, we certainly want to see him recover as fast as, po as possible. We'd love to see him back riding again. Um, and we're going to be very positive about that. Uh, according to the medical experts, his body is recovering and um, uh, he's doing quite well. So we're, uh, we're looking forward to uh, hopefully hearing more good news as, uh, as time progresses, medical reports on uh, Kevin Babington. Switching it up a little bit to racing, Boat Express finally shed his bad boy image, as well as the dubious distinction of being the world's most famous maiden uh, Monday at Gulfstream Park. He graduated by three lengths in race two by offering, finally, a commanding, drama-free performance. Um, his trainer was relieved. Gustavo Delgado said, uh, now he's good. He broke from the gate perfectly. The race was simple and easy, and now we're just hoping he comes back from this race good. So um, he, of course, unseated, reared, and unseated his jockey, famous for the May 18th Preakness Stakes, and um, running a, uh, a race all on his, uh, on his own. 
<laughs> so uh, we're excited to see that horse hopefully come on and uh, and do some more, have some more successful racing under him uh, with the jockey on board. Uh, that's always much better. Owner Rick Porter. Uh, still isn't sure which Breeders' Cup race his multiple grade one winner Omaha Beach will run in, but he knows uh, that it won't be the three-year-old's last race. So we're very pleased to hear that. And I know Mike Smith is as well. We talked to Mike Smith on the show last week about Omaha Beach. Very excited to see him run in the Breeders' Cup races. Absolutely love that horse. He started training here in uh, Ocala, Marion County. I've actually reached out to Linwood Stables where he started training, hoping I can get one of them, uh, either Mike or Jean Riccio, on the on the show, and we can talk to them about um, the, uh, the the training and starting of that incredible horse. Of course, he had to miss the the Kentucky Derby after a great deal of excitement to see him go into into that race, and uh, and he didn't. And I I would love to see him run in the Classic if he's ready for that distance. I know Richard Mandela. And Mr. Porter will put the horse's um, uh, health, of course, first and um, and make sure that he's in the right place. But it does look as though he will go on and run in the Pegasus World Cup, uh, World Invitational, World Cup Invitational in January so at Gulfstream. So we're really um, excited to see that uh, happen. And who knows, maybe we'll see him do the, uh, the 20 million Saudi Arabia. Uh, trip as well for that race, which would be uh, be great to see him go on and do more great things. So that's to be decided, but we'll definitely see him race again after the Breeders' Cup, as long as he remains um, as healthy as uh, as he should. So uh, Santa Anita's racetrack community has gathered and uh, come together to um, really to interrupt the incessant drumbeat of bad news that's hounded the sport that we love this year. And um, as I mentioned, probably every week for the last few weeks, um, you know, I'm a big fan of horse racing. I've been behind the scenes and I have seen the care of the horses and the love of the horses and seen the other side of horse racing and really appreciate the labor of love that truly goes into a sport um, that horses love. Um, the horses love to run and um, they certainly have come up in force. That whole community in Santa Anita has come up in force um, to share with the general public the real story. And I'm excited to see that the counter demonstrations that are going on celebrating the industry, owners, trainers, jockeys, and their agents have all lined up alongside grooms and hot walkers um, employed by a variety of trainers, including Doug O'Neill, uh, Mark Glatt, Richard Baltas. They've, um, they've been out there um, uh, really supporting horse racing. And um, you know, I wear my, uh, my bracelet. Uh, we support horse racing. So I'm saying hi to all you guys, Karen and uh, Lisa and Robert Bolger. And all our friends in that group, we're going to keep on supporting um, that group and um, and sharing their posts on social media and on our um, on our website, so that we can really keep that rolling and um, and share with you the the behind the scenes from the, the backside of the racetrack to um, to the starting of the horses, even here in Ocala, where some of our our top trainers, just to name a few, are. Uh, Krupa's Newcastle Farm, McCathan Brothers Training Centre, uh, 
uh, Nick and Jackie Demerick to see them hands on starting these horses. Um, another labor of love, you know, the way that um, the way they treat these horses and feed these horses is incredible. Uh, and uh, so we're going to keep following that and sharing that with you uh, on our social media. So please like us at the Horse Talk Show and um, please follow the, the We Support Horse Racing group and join and support them as much as you can. In other news, Egypt will field a show jumping team for the Olympic Games next year in Tokyo for the first time in 59 years after qualifying in Morocco at the weekend. Uh, apparently, that's the last time that Egypt was on the show jumping team at Olympic Games was in Rome in 1960. That was a while ago. And then just to wrap it up, a wild scene played out over the weekend when a horse got away from its owner in Delmar and ran up Highway 101. A portion of it was caught on video. You can actually find that on the internet if you want to watch it. Happened on Sunday morning, the San Diego County Sheriff's Department received a call. It was an Arabian horse named Bliss. It continued north along the road for about 30 minutes uh, when it was actually reunited with its owner. Chasing the horse up the highway, a witness said who captured the video, was unbelievable. It started when a group of people in an advanced horse riding class took the animals into the ocean. That's when one got spooked by the waves. A surfer came up and tried to get the horse back to shore. The horse bolted past the trainer. The horse then ran about six miles and slammed into a moving Mercedes-Benz. Witnesses said the horse fell on its side, got back up. Uh, they called the veterinarian hospital where the horse was taken. Doctors said Monday that the horse is expected to make a full recovery. Neither the horse's owner nor any of people were injured. So ended well. Interesting. Took off from a, from a wave in the sea. I'm glad my horses don't act like that when I take them riding on the beach. Going to do that uh, this November when Butler Beach opens back up November 1st. And we'll be sharing that on YouTube at the Horse Talk Show TV. So make sure you subscribe to that now. Going to be back in just a few minutes with you. Going to share Horse Farms Forever video and uh, some commercials with you here just for a couple of minutes while we get Rick Wallace and Briggs Surratt ready to chat about eventing with you. So please stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, I'm Louisa Barton and we'll be right back.
This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family owned since 1934, manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. This show is sponsored in part by Ovation Helmets, the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today. For hot Florida summers, you can't do better than Ovation. Check them out at EnglishRidingSupply.com or get fitted for a safe, lightweight new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. That didn't work. This show is sponsored in part by 1K Helmets, certified to ASTM standards, where the perfect synergy of advanced technology meets aesthetically pleasing design wrapped in a package that traditionalists appreciate. Check them out at 1khelmets.com and like them on Facebook. 1K Helmets, where style meets safety. This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allformsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, your host, and in the studio with me, I have a couple of special guests this week I'm excited to have with us. Uh, thank you to the Ocala Jockey Club, an introduction from uh, the Nye Guards. I get to have uh, top eventers here in the studio with us. Uh, Rick Wallace is joining us and Briggs Surratt. Thank you both Thank for you. being Thank here. You. Thanks for having us. We're excited being here. I think it's lovely and I'm excited to meet uh, Alyssa, your daughter, she next week. She will be week. down next week. That would uh, be terrific. I studied up a little on her today. Wow, what a girl with her Mustangs and... Uh, uh, Thoroughbred CRRP and, and Five Star and she's, she's terrific. She you know, is. I look up to her. Amazing. I, I saw that she saved up to buy a first thoroughbred for $700 and uh, I'm proud of her already I haven't even met her so I'm looking forward to that but, awesome. uh, but yes we're going to talk a little bit in the next segment about the Ocala Jockey Club and about the event that's coming up um, but I want to talk about you two a little bit um, Rick let's start with you um, Team Wallace a top eventer rider um, yourself interesting you started out with quarter horses and some and some barrel racing <laughs> I did I, I did start off with that I started um, my father was colonel in the Air Force so I started riding when I was about six or seven not to anybody's knowledge except my own um, back in the day when you could go in the neighborhood and walk down the road and there's we lived out in a residence my father was in the Air Force but we lived off base 
And I started doing some work for a barn owner that had some horses. And one day I showed up with a pony and my family went, what's that? And I said, I worked it off. I've got a leased pony. So from then it just, it just went on. My father was a colonel and a pilot and we ended up moving to South Dakota. He bought us a little trailer and hooked it up to the 455 Bonneville Pontiac sedan. And we drove it across the Badlands to Rapid City, South Dakota. And so it was a wonderful life living in the Black Hills with horses. And I ended up getting a quarter horse. I tried out for the Black Stallion movie when I was 12. Yeah, really? I did. I flew into Denver, Colorado and tried out for Alec, the part of Alec. I personally think I know um, several of the people that were going for the part now when as a grown up. but. I felt like I was the best person for that part. But you I didn't should get have it. got it. I think you should have got it. I didn't get that part. So yeah, it transitioned from there and it ended up in Warner Robins, Georgia and uh, in high school got married, which doesn't happen too often, but I had a little child named Melissa Wallace. Um, and so we started eventing when I was 18. Wow. And she was right there along with me. She was 18 when I was born. So. And what drew you to eventing from? What you, from what you were doing? Sure. When I lived in South Dakota, there uh, we would show at places up in the mountain, uh, Black Hills, and there was a colonel up there, a uh, retired colonel um, from, the, from the Army, and he actually had some cross-country fences and jumps up there, and I remember going, that's, you know, you can transition from going really fast around a barrel to jumping down to a solid obstacle. So from there, I, um, you know, that was, that the start of it and it was when i was eight probably when i got the the thoroughbred and elisa was probably four so i got they were actually born in the same year 1982. wonderful but life progressed from there and um elisa was along for the ride she she was an inspiration to me even as a child because i was always going gosh i guess all children ride like this and she was showing by the time she was four and i was competing to the upper levels with that horse that i bought that horse transitioned up to an advanced horse i was long listed for the olympics in 1992 and 91 for the pan ams back then there was probably 40 to 50 advanced riders in the country um you know, and I didn't stick with it like I should have. And probably after this, the Rolex run in 92, my horse got spun in the box before going cross country. But I did get to do the steeplechase, which was a lot of fun. Um, and after that, I kind of got a little disheartened like so many do. And I transitioned back to the hunter jumper world for a while um, and stuck there for a bit and then went to the dressage world and then came back to eventing in full circle. And during that time, Elisa was buying a yearling foal and she was moving her way into where dad, the trainer, couldn't sell any of her horses. But that's how we made livings back then. You know, we had to sell the horses that came in and had to go out. So it was a, it was and is an interesting life. Absolutely. And, and let's take it over to, to Briggs. Yeah. And, uh, and let's hear from him a little bit. How did you get started in eventing? Um, I got started in eventing when I met Rick at a hunter jumper farm where I was doing the show jumping and started riding when I went on vacation and went on the trail ride and I was like, this is awful, a lot of fun, I want to do this more. So I kept going and then did the jumpers and then met him and I leased one of his horses and ended up buying one of his horses. This seems pretty 
pretty cool. I want to know what it's like to really gallop. And so then things moved on and got another horse that was actually good for cross country and. I think that's the one that he's the hat trick. Hat trick. Hat yeah. trick. Yes. Yeah, that mm -hmm. one went on to. I mean, went to the NAJYRCs. Um, you know, Elisa and I became real. I mean, he's a super rider. So you know, you're always intrigued when you find somebody like that that becomes part of your family and things went through life. He's now part of Team Wallace strongly and and full heartedly and and just impressed with his training methods and what he does and you know it's it's been a it's been a great ride and i think our family mesh together right now is really super and our location at the ocala jockey club couldn't be better oh i know um it's about a bit of heaven like right living on <laughs> living in a in a place that you just can't believe and uh, the nygards have a beautiful piece of heaven there they and, do um, I think waking up every day, we live in one of the townhouses and we have the yearling barn and our horses are there since, we've been there since January. And we are located just down the hill from where the Nygaard's um, two-year-old racehorses are in training with Benny Betts. So right in front of the barn is the racetrack. So every morning four, like four or five two-year-olds go yeah. down and we see them Isn't freeze that lovely and race. To say? And, I know. You know, mm -hmm. um, and you know, it's funny seeing the thoroughbreds come out there. Some can take it. We, our jump field's right overlooking the, the, the track. And they seem to do fine with it. Yeah. Um, then the other bit of secret that's there is we have a Munson Slough, which is a Seattle Slough grandson. Very nice. And um, Pavla just in passing said to me, do you know who's here? And I was like, no. I don't know who's here. <laughs> Billy Turner. Billy Turner. I was like, wait, Billy Turner, Seattle Slew's trainer? Yes, he's the one on the tractor over there. So Billy's there cutting grass, having a great time, just, you know, relaxing in his Isn't retirement. That awesome? And I, after I knew, I had Munson. Munson now I've given to my daughter to ride. He's a super, super event horse. And I saw um, Billy and I stopped him. I said, Billy, Mr. Turner, I'm Rick Wallace. and this is Briggs, and I introduced him to Elisa, and um, I said, I want you to see something. So he got out of his tractor, and he said, oh, and Munson was there. Munson looks a lot like Seattle Slough. How cool. I mean, black, blocky, just put together really well, and he, his eyes got real big, and he went over and he petted him and said, Slough, you look like Slough. Oh my that gosh! Was like, I mean, it's like surreal. I'm like, okay, now we're like, Billy get a picture of them together? No, but that's going to happen. That's going to happen. And then so. send it to me and we'll put it up we'll on the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. So it's an interesting, there's just so much history here in Ocala. I think you you know, it's oh, the yes, first capital of the world. Oh, there is. So well, you, you can, know your Cinta Vasquez is here, yeah. Road Ruffian. See? And then just add a little bit of funny onto this because this is it's kind of cool. So um, I met the, about a year ago actually, almost to the, this week, I met the jockey, Seattle Sioux jockey. So funny, um, really funny story is I saw him again at the Derby. Right. And it was right after the disqualification, first disqualification ever right. for a, you in know. The history. Yes, the, in the history. Yes, in the history. So I went to see the horse that didn't win the derby that did win the derby that didn't win the derby and then i went to see the horse that did win the derby country house and when i went by there he was there and he was standing with the the rose blanket you know that they they get the big the sure. big rose blanket and he saw me and waved 
and he pulled one of the roses out of the, no. the derby blanket and walked over and gave it to me. Oh, that is and so And gave cool. me a hug because I met him at the Breeders' Cup just right. a few months before. So that's kind of cool. What did you do with the rose? I've still got it. You preserve it? Of course. Good for you. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. That is a cool story. Good story. I know. So, so I was on. Like I know. So I was on the phone with Jacinta Vasquez. Mike Smith, who won the you know triple right. crown on Justified, is sitting there with Jean Crujot at and oh I'm gosh. sitting with the two of them, and I've got Jacinta Vasquez who rode Ruffian on the phone, and he's going. Tell Jean he's a bad boy. He's a very bad boy. Stay away from him. He's a very bad boy. <laughs> and Jean saying, "You stay away from Jacinto. He's a very bad boy." <laughs> they're hilarious. Oh God, they're so funny. Yeah, I know. Right. You can't make this stuff up. No, it's great. Good. But what, what a picture that would be. Though, to well, have and, you know, in 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 what we are doing. Once I found that out, to the Ocala Jockey Club International Three Day Event, which is happening November fourteenth through the seventeenth at the Ocala Jockey Club. Everybody come. Yes. Um, I passed to Pabla. I was like, selfishly, yes, I have a slew horse entered at the Ocala Jockey Club, but there are other great Seattle slew descendants that are eventing out there. So they have um, a company called Stressless has underwritten a um, Seattle slew award to the top placing descendant of Seattle slew at the Ocala Jockey Club. And guess who's going to present that award? Billy. Billy Turner. You know what we should do? We should fly Jean in. Oh my gosh, wouldn't that be amazing? We should. So we have got to take a break, but okay. the good news is we're coming back with these two chaps, and we're going to talk some more about the Jockey Club and a little bit more about Wallace eventing. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Was sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs, enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus a hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now. This show is sponsored in part by Equus Inn. When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equus Inn by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equus Inn. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 through the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. 
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show is presented by Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the host talk show are not necessarily that of Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices, also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. When we were on the break, Briggs was just saying, that's good hay. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Shout out for Lawson's for the best. <laughs> I'm Louisa Barton in the studio. I have Briggs Surratt and Rick Wallace, and we have been talking about eventing and about the Ocala Jockey Club, about how they got their start. So um, for our listeners who maybe aren't familiar with eventing, it's the triathlon of horse, race, uh, horse riding. You've got to be really good at all three uh, of the uh, parts of the triathlon. That would be the cross country, the show jumping, and the dressage. I think that's what's so challenging about eventing is you've got to be good at all three, and your horse has got to be good at all three, and you've got to have the gear for all three. I think that makes it a, a, a tough discipline, doesn't it? Does. It does. It does when you have to have three different sports with one horse and one rider going through all three phases it makes it challenging you know it's a humbling sport because one day you might be on top and the next day you might be on the bottom so it just depends on on the day and the the best way to win a try a, a three-day event is to be first after dressage and hold on to it all the way through the end of the end of the um, show jump 
Your favourite part of the three, cross country? Cross country. I know it was always mine when I was little. I did low level eventing in England and that was always my, I love to watch dressage now and I probably would love to do dressage, but when I was little, I didn't want to do that. I just got through the dressage so I could do the gallop cross country. You know, that was my favourite bit. Um, sure, it's, it, I mean, obviously, I think if you would ask any eventer what's their favourite phase, it'd have to be the cross country. That's why we do it, right? right. Um, otherwise, you'd go and be a dressage rider or a show jump rider. Um, uh, but it does take a special horse, special rider, um, you know, and then just combining it all together on any given day is all we can ask for. And, and you know, you bring home what you bring home after the, the score's posted. We're gonna um, pop up there uh, the, uh, the Wallace uh, eventing website for you as well. So you can, uh, you can uh, check them out as well. And uh, you can also follow them on Facebook. That's and, uh, actually Elisa. That's Elisa, yeah. I, actually, she's, her story is on there. It's fabulous. Yeah, that's Wallace. Yeah. WallaceEventing.com is Elisa and TeamWallace.org TeamWallace.org is, is me. That's so right. Because initially I thought I was talking to Elisa when I was texting you. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I was like, wait a minute. This is who I'm talking to. <laughs> that's I thought I was right. talking to a girl. <laughs> well, now, now you know. Now I know. And we're going to also put up the um, the website there for you too for the Ocala Jockey Club. Sure. Um, which is OJC3DE.com and you can actually go to that website and see beautiful photographs of the event over the past few years. I think this is its fourth year. It is. And um, it, it's absolutely beautiful out there. 900 acres, gorgeous. Well, you know you live out there. Um, absolutely beautiful. We're going to be able to share actually video and photos with you um, in the coming weeks of that event. And November 14th to 17th, reason people should go out there. A million. Uh, well, there's a million reasons, yes. yes. Uh, obviously, the location is one of the highest points in Marion County. Um, I think it's the second highest point in Florida. It is. Well, yes. see, I, the sunsets is that are amazing. Sun, I mean, you can't. I think we were pulling onto the property yesterday, and Briggs says, "Is it just here, or do clouds always look like this? They're amazing." And I, I think like, it's just there. I think yeah. it's just there. It's like picturesque. But the reasons you should come—it's the fourth year. Um, we have a large contingency of really good riders and horses competing. Um, the property looks amazing. They're doing an amazing job with with the tracks and the turf. They have a turf guy out there working aerating. You know, we're getting more rain now, and they're going to facilitate it with more water if it needed to without rain. Um, there, Clayton Fredericks is out there doing the jumps. Um, ah, as so we speak. Yeah. Um, Love we, Clayton. We have the the competition rings are you know closed off now, and they're making sure that they're aerating and keeping them ready to go. Um, you know, it just it's a good family time to come out uh, in Marion County and come out to see really the only qualifier for Tokyo. It is. Um, that was my next question. Mm -hmm. How about being an Olympic qualifier this right. year? It's wow. a four-star long and you need a four-star long to have a qualification. And, I'll, and what that does mean is that you have that qualification. You are now put on what's considered a long list, right? That's, that's your long list of everybody that has a qualifying round. Um, and then from that qualifying list, you do the selections um, moving on because it's also a qualifier to go to, to Kentucky, right? Right. Um, any, anything like a four-star long qualifies you for the next step up, which, which would be the, the five-star. Um, Pretty So exciting. not only to say that, but we have the three-star long, the two-star long, and a three-star short or a four-star short. Four -star um, short. 
So it's, it's some wonderful opportunities. You can get the VIP, or you can just come out and do the whole picnic thing outdoors with the family, and wonderful Absolutely. entertainment, and lovely things for kids to do, and a beautiful, beautiful facility, lovely, Absolutely. and always wonderful weather. It's like the Nygaards order the weather. What should I call it? Chamber weather, because I work for the chamber during the just day. That's my real job. <laughs> yeah. I've organized the weather, and it's not British style. <laughs> rain, although we want British rain right now. I know. Right so now, you're right. We do. We need it. We and, we work, and it's it's nice because there happens to get just rain just starts hitting, and everybody goes, it's raining there? I was like, yeah, it's raining here. It's not raining here. I was like, well, we need it. So I'm glad But the Nygaards do try really hard every year to put this on, and I think um, all the riders and all the everybody that comes to it try, tries really hard, hard to support the Nygaards. Yes, I agree. Um, and, you know, that's all we want is for this kind of facility that has this type of track to continue on. Um, and as much publicity and much people coming out and seeing it, you know, I think it can only grow from there. Yes, I agree. And actually, if I played the lottery ever and won, I would just buy the place and when you start seeing all the fence lines and all the weed whacking that has to happen and all, you know we're lucky in that we're there but guess we don't have to do all right. the grass work and right. all the stuff that goes on well, Billy Turner is out there on the Billy tractor Turner's so it's all under control let me tell you what he keeps it mowed and you better not get in his way because he's going to make sure it gets done as he goes by uh -huh. Thank you it's both. It's a pleasure. So much. Pleasure and that is teamwallace.org. That's correct. For him. <laughs> for us. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and so. So yeah. you can follow all their excitement, yes. Absolutely. And, uh, and Rick's promised he'll come back and co-host. I would love to do that. Um, which would be loads of fun. We're having him come back, and um, maybe we can coach Briggs up on, uh, on that. I think maybe he can slowly move his way in. I think so too. Yeah. You did a great job, Bruce. Oh, thanks. We'd thanks love to have you us. back anytime. And we'll be uh, we'll be cheering them on at the Ocala Jockey Club, November 14th to 17th. Shout out to the Nygaards uh, website. One more time for the Ocala Jockey Club um, for the event, please, Joe. If you can put that up on the screen, if you're watching us on Facebook, you can see that. Um, and uh, that way you can find out more information about getting tickets for that incredible event, uh, Tokyo Qualifier, and uh, a beautiful way to spend a weekend in November in our gorgeous weather here in the horse capital of the world. We'll be back in just a few minutes with our vet segment with Dr. Tim Lynch from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Stay with us. This show is brought to you and bought by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tax Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality, and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now, or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now, or go to feeddac.com. DAC. It makes a world of difference.
This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. This show is sponsored in part by Equisin. When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equisin by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equisin. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, and we're broadcasting from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. I have the pleasure of having Dr. Tim Lynch back in the studio with us, and we're going to cover something that comes up quite a lot, and uh, especially people with uh, a new breeding business, perhaps who have some foals on the ground and aren't quite sure if foal deformities are normal, if they're going to Last, and if they should be concerned, I'm going to have Dr. Lynch talk a little bit about that now. Dr. Lynch, lovely to have you back on the show with us. Let's talk a little bit about foal deformities. Uh, sometimes after they're born, they've been all scrunched up in there. They come out. It's quite alarming, some of the things that you might see initially, but things change rather rapidly with the foals. Can you talk about some of the things that you've seen? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, so there's newborn foals. They can have a couple of uh, congenital abnormalities mean they're born that way or they have required abnormalities as they grow and get bigger and longer taller they develop some orthopedic problems or deformities so the most um, recent or newborn ones would be contracted uh, tendons or contracted knees uh, that's where they come out and they're kind of bent over some of them are really contracting you can't get them out of the mirror uh, so that's usually happens in the front limbs fetlocks contracture as well those are the ones that they're born with it's a male position inside the mare uh, when they're growing uh, gestation right so those usually uh, in themselves uh, depending on the severity can correct themselves as the foal grows uh, some of them do need help some of them are truly an abnormality of the bone shape they're just uh, formed incorrectly uh, unfortunately for those foals, they just um, they don't get any better. The acquired ones uh, more likely are usually due to immaturity, uh, meaning the foal is not quite ready to come out <laughs> and it should be in the mare longer. Uh, mostly those are due to immaturity like uh, tarsal crush or the cuboidal bones get crushed and the foal is just a cartilage template of itself and unfortunately when it stands and it runs around it's not quite ready to bear that weight and it can crush those bones. So a lot of them are self-limiting meaning they'll happen but uh, with careful care and restricted uh, exercise and such a lot of them will do quite well. 
Um, club feet is usually the most common one that you see in foals, mostly due to their rapid growth and uh, depends on the breed, a thoroughbred or a fast growing breed. Uh, a lot of them have their tendons grow it's much slower than their bones. So it's like a bow and arrow effect. The bone is growing really fast, but the tendons got to catch up. And what happens is they um, club over in their feet or they will buck forward in their fetlocks or their knees, the area of least resistant. Uh, those, uh, the knee and the fetlock contracture, those are easily um, taken care of. You have to kind of restrict them, break the pain uh, cycle, try to get them to relax, maybe a little bit of bandaging, and then some shoeing or uh, some trimming of their feet. But club feet is something that continues to bother fast growing breeds or foals. And it can uh, lots of times be very mild to very severe horse uh, club feet. Uh, lots of those horses will need restriction of exercise. They need a lot of uh, farrier work and trimming, probably shoes, uh, meaning a special glue on shoes to try to get the horse to relax its tendons and catch up with the bone growth mm -hmm. so the foot can come back around. Some of them do require surgery. You cut a certain ligament in their leg to try to make one of the tendons much longer and hopefully get a mechanical advantage to try to get the foot to come back uh, to a normal confirmation. And is there a point or an age that you decide when that should happen? Right, that's always the tricky one. <laughs> you give foals uh, enough room and they will prove you wrong, but a lot of them, depending on the severity, of course, if they're really severe, the sooner the better uh, as far as getting on top of them, treating them correctly, uh, getting them the right treatments and possibly surgery, I think the much better outcome you'll have. Not only function, meaning that now their feet are where they're supposed to be and the joints are aligned and things like that, but cosmetically as well, the feet look much better. Uh, but there's a lot of horses, uh, even adult horses that have mild um, club feet and they're quite good athletes and things like that. It all depends on the severity. But the biggest thing for people to recognize is, okay, here's these things happening in my foal. He's probably 30, 60, 90 days old. Uh, that can be, okay, we got to keep an eye on this, trim them every you know, two to four weeks. And is, everybody has a different way of trimming them. So, but as long as you pay attention to the foal and don't let it get way ahead of you, that, um, that would be, uh, a lot of them are quite uh, successful and treated and, and come around. Some of the other things that we see fairly often are crooked legs. Um, like knock knees. Knock need or, yeah, or calf need or their uh, carpal valgus being that their their knee is straight but the rest of the leg goes out or varus is in. They're kind of like a bow-legged cowboy. Mm -hmm. A lot of those foals, uh, they just need to be watched or restricted maybe a little bit. Of course, if they need, um, if they're bad enough, they will need some type of surgery to try to manipulate the growth plate to try to make them straight, taking into account that the foals, you know, depending on its age, it could be four months old, five months old, but it has a lot more growing to do. So, you know, it's it's kind of a, a watch and see lots of times and wait. And if they're getting worse, that's where you need to really start to address those foals. So you can have the best, uh, not only functional outcome, but cosmetic. Everybody wants a straight horse at the horse cell, right? So, right, absolutely. Uh, where actually, if you're a little bit crooked in the knees on the out, it's actually protective uh, from in racing. It's been yes. shown in several papers. So, 
But those are usually all those things that are orthopedic developmental orthopedic problems and young growing, fast growing foals. Um, if you, it's like if you start a fire and put gas on it, being feed them, creep feed them, even though a lot of the mares, uh, they they milk like a cow, right? So right. they can produce that much milk and you got you give the foal all the chance to grow, this is what you're gonna wind up with. And those are the things you really gotta pay attention to is, is their feet, how correct their legs are, are they over at the knee, are they bucking forward at the fetlock? Because a lot of those horses, um, they may not have it initially, and then when they start turnout, now they get running around with their friends and the mares chase them, or, or mm-hmm. that's where they start to get painful and they come back in and they're tired and they start to shake or they go over their fetlocks. And that's where you start to get um, problems like the club feet and uh, over the fetlocks and knees and things like that. But most of them, uh, fortunately, most of them, if caught early, uh, do have very good outcomes and can be treated quite nicely. It's just a matter of, okay, if they come out really bent, that's a big struggle. Versus a horse who maybe is now three, four months old and is getting a little more of a club foot. It's usually one foot is worse than the other. So those are the things that people have to pay attention to to hopefully uh, have a good outcome, treat them early, and it usually requires restricting the mare. Unfortunately, you don't want to restrict the mare, right. but you got to do it for the foal. Right. Um, sometimes if the foal you know is dismature or for its date or its breeding date, it's uh, small at birth and things like that, maybe an x-ray or two of its uh, hocks and its knees just to look at the, the bones, uh-huh. and that can kind of help you um, or guide you when this foal can go out. You don't want to turn those out. Those are the ones that are they're still real soft or mm-hmm. their cartilage. You don't want them to crush their bones uh, and then wind up with the worst problem. So it's more vigilance and, uh, and then you can kind of pick and choose. But a lot of them, fortunately, if you trim them and stay on top of them, uh, and foals can be trimmed like every four weeks or less. And it's not much. You don't need to take a whole bunch of foot off. Just a little bit, just, just a little, little fine uh, a degree adjustment just to get them where they right. should be to help promote that growth where right. you want it. Yeah, you want to stay ahead of the foot. You don't want it to go backwards on you or get worse. And a lot of people, well, they, want to, they want to trim the whole f- uh, heel off the foal. Well, that just makes them worse. So there's lots of ways and shoeing and things like that, especially with gluons they have today. Uh, they have all sorts of uh, different patterns uh, that have been great uh, help for club feet or foals that have maybe just a little bit of fetlock angulation or knee angulation. You know, a lot of them as they grow, they don't need surgery okay uh, it's just you got to keep an eye on them make sure they're not going backwards on you right? yes that's right. the hard part and it can happen rather quickly yeah. because they do grow so fast and you mentioned um, thoroughbreds fast growing some breeds obviously do progress a lot quicker than others yeah so a lot of foals like beef cattle they can gain one to two pounds a day and get quite tall fast before you right before you right in your eyes and you come on you go who's this right uh, but that's where uh, vigilance or keep looking at their legs and their feet and get them to stand on a fairly hard flat surface because it's hard out in the paddock to see them and see you know see how they walk see how their limbs travel uh, so it's it's a variation of severity but if you do notice something and that's where you got to keep track of it it's not getting worse we're on top of this we're trimming it right it's it's progressing but when it starts to not progress or starts to go backwards and now the foal is lame or there's other problems okay then you got to get really more aggressive in order to have a good outcome when he's a yearling or a two-year-old things like that right makes sense so um, after they're born is there a certain time frame that 
if if you think there is a deformity or, or something that's not quite right, is there a time frame that you would recommend within 30 days or so that you follow up with the vet and make sure that everything right. is advancing properly? Or Yeah, so I mean, again, it depends on the severity. If you really have a, a bad club foot uh, or probably an, an angulation problem at 30 days, some of them are so bad when they stand up, they look windswept, right? Like their mm -hmm. front end goes one way and their rear yes. end goes the other way. Those are the things that you're going to really stay on top of in the earlier the better, the better uh, but okay. if you see one that's maybe isn't getting progressive I wouldn't do anything on a full before 30 days of age because uh, they can kind of grow and stretch into their bodies right. and then by the time you're 60 days old or 90 days old they look like a completely different foal which is what you want that's what you got to keep track of right that makes sense Dr. Lynch Dr. Tim Lynch from Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital giving us some advice on those uh, those new foals and uh, you know I always personally I'm I'm a worrier. I'm born to worry. I think that vets are there to stop you from worrying. So if I have any questions, I immediately call 352-237-6151 and get a, uh, a vet out to have a good look and at least get a, a professional opinion. So that's uh, always good advice. But uh, certainly what Dr. Lynch said is very important, keeping them in if need be, uh, limiting some of the exercise to start with, and then following up uh, with the veterinarian to make sure that you uh, have everything on track because it can happen very fast. And aren't you glad that we don't gain one to two pounds a day? I'm Louisa Varton for the Horse Talk Show. This show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the host talk show are not necessarily that of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads, all age horses can benefit from summit joint performance. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and various supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com.
to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of old right. Yes. <laughs> hometown Chevy experience. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. In the studio with me, Paulette Stout. You made it in. I'm okay, host. Yes, I'm back. He was on the tractor today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, really excited to announce a special guest who's joining us by phone, and that is Heather Selenisi. She was actually selected to receive the 2019 Joe Kelly Marilyn Million Unsung Hero Award. Um, this is presented annually by their board of directors of the Marilyn Million. Uh, and it is an honor and actually of the memory of Joe Kelly and celebrates important characteristics that are valuable but often go unrewarded. It recognizes honesty, hard work, humility, and uh, qualities that inspire others. And Heather has an absolutely wonderful story. Heather, welcome to the show. Thank you, Louisa. Heather, you grew up with horses and uh, you've spent your life working with them. Tell, them uh, tell us a little bit of your background. Um, when I was younger, I did a lot of, you know, just regular riding, trail riding, summer camp. Um, I did barrel racing for a very long time. Um, just basically grew up around, you know, a couple off-track thoroughbreds, um, quarter horses, Appaloosas, just any, any horse was good enough when I was younger. Um, and, you know, as I got older, I kind of just felt like that's where I fit with horses and all animals, really. Um, I went to college for equine science and management, um, and then... I kind of fell into the racetrack industry, um, and I went and I got my assistant trainer's license, um, did a lot of work on the racetrack, um, and then in February decided to go start working at Anchor and Hoop, um, which is a breeding farm. They have four stallions, mares and foals, um, so kind of kept me in the racing industry, but kind of a different side of it. So, um, tell us what happened in August. Um, so, there was a barn fire. Um, I was at the farm by myself at the time. We had had a pretty fairly normal morning, quiet. Um, we were in the kind of just getting started. We were a few weeks into sales prep for our yearlings that we were getting ready to send to the Fasig Tipton sale. Um, so we had 10 
sales yearlings in the barn. I also had two stallions, uh, two of our breeding stallions. In the other end of the barn, um, our stallion barn was being renovated at the time, and I had three mares that had suckling foals at their side um, in the barn as well, waiting for the blacksmith. And um, the barn owner, Lewis Merriman, he went to a doctor's appointment. You know, he checked on me, made sure everything was good. And at the time, everything was fine, nothing out of the ordinary. So then I kind of felt like I was going to go up the street, get a sandwich. I had brought my lunch with me, but I wasn't really feeling like eating it what I brought at the time. And um, after I did my last kind of roundabout, I went out to the car, sat in my car, and I wasn't in there very long. Decided not to go up the street. I just was feeling pretty tired. So um, kind of like laid my head back in the car for a minute. And where I had been parked was, you know, my back was facing our barn and I was next to a field of mares and foals. And they kind of started just acting abnormally, running up to the barn with their lips up in the air and then running back and it grabbed my attention. So I um, I got out of the car and was kind of just trying to see what was going on. And I looked, at the, looked up at the barn, I could hear our one stallion. He has a very familiar holler that, you know, we know that it's him hollering and um, I could hear him but it wasn't his normal kind of he's a vocal guy anyway and uh but it wasn't his normal it, it was it was like something was wrong so when I looked at the barn I saw smoke and um I didn't you know there was nothing that really caught my attention I wasn't even thinking of about a fire because it's not you know I had just been in the barn and everything was fine um so, you know, that's kind of when I just ran back into the barn. And as soon as I stepped foot in the barn, the stallions were to my left and everybody else would have been kind of straight ahead of me. And um, I could hear the fire crackling and I knew immediately that it was not going to be good. So um, that stallion imagining that his stall is actually where the fire had started. So he was the first one that I let out of his stall. Um, and then kind of just went around and ended up, it was 18 horses in total that were in the barn, and I did get them all out. <sighs> there were no lives lost. I have goose pimples right now, like all over. Like that's absolutely amazing. Now, what's going through your head, obviously, is uh, and I, I read in your story that you know you you called Mr. Merriman and you said, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I had to let the horses out." But that's what you would do as a horse person, right? I mean, oh automatically, you're 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 like, I just want to get them out, right? I mean, that's the the first yeah. thing in your mind. It's how do I get all the horses out and and save them? Yeah, I mean. Um, so basically, I was, I called 911 right away, and, you know, I'm only one person, so right. I'm thinking, I need help, and that's exactly what I was, you know, I, I'm saying, I need help, I need help, I have horses, and I think, as first responders, you know, 911, I don't know how well trained they are with animal lives, and I think their main concern was, are there any people in the barn, and I'm like, no no, I'm the only one here, but I need help. I need to get these horses out. Um, I'm just, you know, running around letting them out. And at the same time, I'm thinking in my head, you know, I've been around long enough 
I now have two stallions that are running loose on, you know, 75 acres of property with mares. I have a couple mares who are in heat. I have Mm. mares and foals running with them. You know, mares are very dangerous when it comes to their foals. Mm -hmm. And if a stallion were to try to breed a mare that's not in heat, it can really be a deadly situation. I cannot imagine what must have been going through your head. All of that must have been going through I, your head. I have a question. Yeah. You know, everybody says that when it, when there's fire, the horses freeze and don't leave. Now you've experienced that. What was the reactions of the horses when the fire was burning? So when I opened Imagining, when I got to Imagining, he was the first. Um, the fire was in his stall. So he was really biting at the screen at his gate. wanting to get out and as soon as I pulled the pin and threw his stall door open he immediately took off out Mm -hmm. of his stall running Mm -hmm. Um, I also was screaming at them I don't you know that's not generally how I react around them Um, however bourbon courage took him a little bit longer Uh, when I got to his stall he wasn't There was no fire yet on that side of the barn where he had been. He was on the other side of imagining. So there are two stallions. They're separated so that they can't see each other. There's a decent amount of space in between them. Um, So when I opened his stall, you know, it was kind of a hot, muggy day. And he's really a homebody. He likes to be in his stall. Um, So he kind of just stood there and looked at me like, Oh, my God. You know, what are you doing? And, uh... I screamed at him, you know, bourbon, get out, go, go, go. And he eventually did, you know, run out of his stall. Um, the two stallions took off, I mean, out of sight right away. And then when I went to the other portion of the barn, the mares and foals, I screamed at them and the mares did. They ran right out of the barn. Um, I had a couple yearlings who were following me a little maybe more curious about like hey what am I doing but when I was really screaming at them and panicking they did run right out of the barn um, and I did not have any run run back to the fire I know that people say they say that uh, yeah you know, they'll run mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. thank god gosh yeah I, and I read uh, this it took five minutes from when Heather called 911 until the first responders arrived and in that short window of time the barn was completely engulfed in flames yet she got every single horse oh out God. in that time period That's yeah so when we had gotten the fire log I think it was maybe the next the following day after the fire mm. um, I had made the call to 911 my call went in at 12:26. And that was the minute I stepped in the barn and heard the fire crackling. I was on the phone with 911. Um, the first responders got there at 12:31 and reported that the barn was fully engulfed. Can you believe that? I've no, got I goose pimples again. Oh my gosh! When I think <laughs> what, about what? if you'd have gone for lunch in that five minutes, if you'd have left, they'd all been gone. Yes, it would have been it. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Wow. What started the fire? Um. It was a an accident made by an ex-employee at the time. Not he was an employee at the time. He's now an ex-employee, uh, but just a dumb mistake, unfortunately. 
How sad. Well, thank God everybody was okay. And wow, you get the Horse Talk Show award for, um, <laughs> uh, for wow, I mean, that's just incredible. Yes. I mean, what a hero. You, um, yeah, you backed fast. Yes, and, and everything you did was the right thing to do because there's no, there's no other way but to get them out. You know, you have to, and I know what has to have been going through your head, the same thing that would have been mine. Oh, no, mares and stallions together and babies uh -huh. and, mm -hmm. and everything else. But fortunately, it sounds like the horses knew they were being rescued and, and they did all the right thing and, mm -hmm. and, and, and got out and didn't go back to the fire and, and didn't breed and <laughs> none of those things happened. So, so it all worked out, but wow, incredible. And um, that was one of the fastest segments we've ever done in the show, but gosh, um, fantastic job, Heather, incredible. Thank you so much for sharing uh, mm -hmm. your story with us and, uh, and hats off to you for um, really a heck of a job. And I should imagine that the people there at the farm are uh, very glad you were there and your devotion uh, to the horses and even risking your own life to go in there mm -hmm. and uh, save them all. So good job. And thank you so much for uh, sharing your story on the Horse Talk Show with us. Thank you for having me. Yes, we love it. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Heather Salonisi. Wow. What a story. Can you believe that? Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that they've celebrated her like this with a, you know, maybe a story that, you know, might not have been heard that's been shared now on social media. And when I saw it, I said, yeah, you want to talk to her? Yeah. And, and I had no idea until I read that five minutes in that five minutes between she the call 18, and 18 horses. I got loose pimples like, yeah, over and mm -hmm. over. Well done, Heather. Good mm -hmm. job. We need to send her something. We'll figure out what to send her. We need a horse talk show award, don't we? We, we need her to come to our <laughs> our gala. Show. Oh, yes, yeah. we do, don't we? Invite her to that. That's what we should do. Some of these heroes need to come down and come together. Yeah, you're It'd right. Wouldn't that be nice? Mm -hmm. It would. You know, we should do some sort of fun to fly people like that down, that yeah. we could fly down for the show and have yeah. them on the show and then take them to an event like the... Yeah. Yeah. Give me horse an idea. Horses Humans event. Yeah, Horses Without yeah. Humans event, that's a lot right. Of, a lot of heroes. We've got, you're right, we've got a few, don't we? Yes, we do. Have some of the most brilliant ideas. You're oh. not just a pretty face, Paulette. I'm a pretty too. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be back just a few minutes. We're going to have uh, Dorian and Heather from Summit Joint Performance with us. We've got a little story that we're going to share with you. So please stay with us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet this hour. We'll be right back. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second to none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show is sponsored in part by Equisin. 
When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equisin by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equisin. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Lawson Farms. The Lawson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Lawson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Lawson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Lawson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by New Millennium Realty. Owner and broker Brian Cox loves this community and wants to help you find your place in the horse capital of the world. Like them on Facebook or find them at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. This show is sponsored in part by 1K Helmets, certified to ASTM standards, where the perfect synergy of advanced technology meets aesthetically pleasing design wrapped in a package that traditionalists appreciate. Check them out at 1khelmets.com and like them on Facebook. 1K Helmets, where style meets safety. This show is sponsored in part by Ovation Helmets, the lightest and most comfortable helmets on the market today. For hot Florida summers, you can't do better than Ovation. Check them out at EnglishRidingSupply.com or get fitted for a safe, lightweight new helmet at Tack Shack of Ocala. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934, manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with me, co-host and top equestrian Paulette Stout. And also joining a special guest we have from Summit Joint Performance, <laughs> Dorian and Heather Farmer. And we are delighted to have you guys back. Thank you. the shirts. We're absolutely fabulous, and we are we're sporting Spirit of the Horse um, flyers now this week because um, the show's coming up in the first part of December, uh, and all the money from this is going to go to Horses Without Humans, and um, we're thrilled 
to be part of it, and I'm apparently riding in it. Yeah. And narrating it. <laughs> now, which was you riding? <laughs> I'm riding Poppy, I think, aren't I? Yes, I'm riding Poppy. Oh, now I'm rather excited. Very cool. So um, we are going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to talk about um, Summit Joint Performance. I'm going to share a, a few photos with you as well um, of uh, one of my old horses. I've got a good story to tell you uh, about him. But first of all, let's start off with um, just sharing with our listeners, Heather, um, tell us about Summit, a little background. So um, Summit is a um, chondroitin for that... Um, is, a, is um, a special molecule in that the position of the sulfate group on the number four is what makes it a little bit unique um, and also it, what makes it more active um, in the body than some of the other chondroitin type products that are out there. Um, we uh, started it two years ago? Almost. Almost two years ago now. Months. That sounds about right. Fall, yep. yeah, fall <laughs> two years ago we started um, working with the product, testing the product, um, seeing if it worked as well as the papers and the research had said that it should um, and when we found out that it did work as well as it um, as it had and did a small study um, to do that we started using the product in my practice and then we kind of have grown it from there um, into the company it is talk about some of the um, the results that you've seen with um, and, and obviously I have geriatric horses that I'm still riding and they're doing very well but I know that you are actually working with a lot of people who are competing at high levels and 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 have very active horses we do I mean we our customers are everybody from the the 34 the, the, the 34 year old pasture pad that's out that that you've had since you were two years old to to <laughs> McLean Ward's horses to Rowan Willis horses to you know we have we have the the really we have the top in the show jumping world has really taken to our product and and in all honesty the show jumping world was kind of the low lying fruit because she was a show jumper I was a show jumper and so that was kind of what we knew and and uh, and so we started there but now we've spread out into the barrel racing world and the western world and Pat Pirelli is a big supporter of ours now and that's all right of his didn't customers. you meet him right here I did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were actually just at his ranch in Colorado a couple of weeks ago I, I took uh, I the took horse talk show has many uses it, it was awesome and let me tell you what a beautiful place the guy uh, the guy really knows his stuff but, yes he does so so, so it, it goes from the Olympians down to the 34-year-old pasture pet that we just want to keep more comfortable, and that's and that's what it does. It, or children's ponies. And both of our children's ponies. <laughs> I mean, we, we, you know, we all ride. She rides both dressage and jumpers. Both my kids ride and compete in the hunters, and, and so it's it's part of our lives. You know, our our lives. She's a veterinarian, and, and so everything about our life has been for the betterment of animals and the betterment of horses. And so when we found this, and we originally started with our ancient horses, our 20-some-year-old brood mares that we used to breed, and all of a sudden, you know, they're running around and they're bucking and farting like they're six years old again. And, and we're like, is that where we're seeing that? And then we tried it on our Dalmatian. We had the Budweiser Dalmatians from SeaWorld because she was a vet for the Budweiser Clydesdales at one mm. point in time. So we had Michelob and Ultra. We had Michelob and Ultra. And we lost Michelob a few years ago, and Ultra was was having a lot of problems, and we were having to lift her up off the ground. And so we called the manufacturer, and, and I got a smaller dose for her. And three days later, I'm up in the Carolinas, and she sends me a video of she's on the golf cart and she's videotaping ultra running from the back pasture to the front to the front pasture and 
So it really, it, it affected us a lot at the very beginning, and then we wanted to share that with other people, and, and it's really, it's been a word of mouth growth company from there, and we, we sponsor about eight Olympic teams now and, and in the show jumping and dressage world, and, and we're, we're, we're having a lot of fun with it, and we're helping a lot of horses, which is what we set out to do. I think it's the, um, the helping the horses, too, the, the after results. And I, you know, I can, I can speak about, um, about Sonny. You know, mm -hmm. he's 34. I, um, I actually rode him in December um, for, I've ridden him since then, by the way, but the significance of December is that the beach was open at Butler, yeah. and we did six miles on the beach in the waves, and, um, and he did beautifully. Um, and I it, can't even walk six miles. <laughs> on the beach. Neither can I. The fact that Sonny can do it is crazy. Yeah, Sonny's good. Um, crazy good. Sonny's good. And Sonny's on a very good, he's been on a good um, a feed through joint supplement through DAC. Um, this complemented it beautifully. It gave him, uh, I think, further um, improvement. I saw those those things work together so well for him. Um, I, I give it to him probably now about every 10 days. I started out with the once a week and now it's about two to three times a month and he's sure. beautifully sound. He was a little funny on that stifle again that you looked yeah. at and um, and that has helped I think significantly helped him a lot. He's I'm still riding him and he's still going strong and if he had been a thoroughbred he would have won the triple crown because he still won't let another horse go past him. <laughs> um, even today, right now and even in 100 degrees, no he wouldn't let another horse go by. Um, but, but to share another story with you just recently um, the other horse uh, that I have that is his companion horse that my son rides Shotgun Willie, I did not name him by the way, he was already named, just clarify that. Um, Shotgun Willie uh, is 27, um, we still ride him as well, and in the last, I'd say a couple of months, I'm bad on time because things sort of all run together, but in the last couple of months he started to have some um, soundness issues. He got, um, he got very lame and very weak in the rear end. Um, he, I started to see those turning designs in the sand where I could see a horse was either rolling or struggling and you know when you see those rolling marks you think is someone having a colic is somebody having trouble getting up and I was seeing there's a there's a very there's a big dirt area up where I feed where there isn't any grass so you can see if a horse has been struggling but I wasn't seeing him getting up at that point he was already up and then a couple of mornings I came out and he was not up he was down and he couldn't get up and he would spin and roll. He would roll to the other side, not the side he was lying on. Obviously, the left side that he was lying on was the uncomfortable one. And he would roll over to the other side to try to get up. And it took several of us to get him up, like three or four mornings running. Um, tried some butte, you know. I'm not a big fan of butte, especially not a regular usage of it because it's not the greatest thing. But it's a go-to, like we take ibuprofen or whatever. Uh, the vet had a look and said, you know, I think he's probably close to the end. He's gone weak in the back end. It happens with them sometimes. They just go completely weak and they just can't get up anymore. Um, you know, if he carries on and the butte doesn't help, then, you know, you're probably going to have to put him down. Well, I didn't like the idea of that and I thought there has to be some other way. And so I called Dorian and said, Dorian, do you think I could, is there anything I could, do you think? He said, okay, give him some of Sonny's. Uh, summit right away because I'm going to send you the smaller more concentrated dose which is this is the smaller more concentrated dose he's given one of those every day for 10 days so I did 
And he's doing great. He's still here, right? <laughs> yes, he's still here. So it's thank wonderful. you, man. Cool. Guys, wrong. So glad to hear that. Yes, and so now he is um, he's up by himself every day, and um, I'm not seeing any fresh rolling marks, so I'm I'm, I'm happy about that, and uh, I, I plan to keep using it, you know, with him. And, and I think one of the things is that during the summer months we don't ride as much, and I think that his his muscle tone is with his age and his muscle tone and some arthritis this week and I'm hoping now we can get back to riding again this winter and hopefully increase that muscle but I don't think that riding would have even been an option if if he had survived um, you know because once they can't get back up and a lot of people may not if you're not a necessarily a horse person you don't own a horse you may not know but a horse is a prey animal so to them if they can't get up they feel automatically very panicky, even though there isn't anything necessarily trying to jump on them. Mm. They don't like that feeling of not being able to get up and, and go when they need to. So for a horse, it's even more probably stressful than even a dog or mm -hmm. uh, uh, another animal. So for horses, when they're down and can't get up on their own, I think it's more of a feeling of, you know, they, they don't... Scared. Like yes. helplessness. Yeah. Yes, helplessness. Yeah. What what actually, with the research that you've done, does this product do? What does it do to the joint itself? So, chondroitin, it's, it's a wonderful compound because it has so many uses. And, and, and I'm not a doctor, I'm, I'm not a scientist. The gentleman that, that came up with this particular variation of chondroitin and, and the way that he made it is a brilliant scientist and a brilliant doctor. His name's Dr. Marvin Hausman. So, when Dr. Hausman originally made it, he made it to go into people's eyes during corneal transplant surgeries. Oh, yeah, I remember saying that. That's yeah. amazing. So it was it was used as an anti-inflammatory. So one of the largest things that it does is it will take out systemic and interarticular inflammation out of a joint within three days. When we were first looking at buying it, I, I owned a I owned a small animal clinic. Of course, she's a large animal vet, and and I, I wasn't looking to do anything else. I was happy with what I was doing. I was mm -hmm. building another vet clinic shortly, and uh, this came along, and, and we looked at it. And so we did a small study. It was 12 horses. It was our initial study. And it wasn't for us to publish. It wasn't for us to tell anybody about. It was just for us to see if what we were seeing with our eyes was really what was actually happening. Mm -hmm. And so we took 12 horses and we t trusted them for serum amyloid A and C-reactive protein, which are both inflammatory markers. And we did it in the joints and systemically in the blood. And what we found was that within three days, a single shot of Summit reduced the inflammatory markers to where they were normalized, both actually in the joints, even though we didn't inject the joints, we injected intramuscularly, mm -hmm. it still affected the joints. So you, you decrease inflammation, and inflammation is one of the worst things that we can have in our bodies. They're now finding out that inflammation causes a huge majority of the diseases that we actually have. Mm -hmm. So true. Mm -hmm. And so if you can keep that inflammation down, then you don't have the disease processes. And I mean, there's, a, there's so many studies out there now that are showing that, but that was our initial small one. What we also found was that within three days, the actual interarticular fluid changed, the viscosity changed, the thick of it changed so before so it when got we were thicker and it wasn't as thin and watery it, exactly so it got healthier the mm -hmm. the potent some of them that were maybe blood tinted uh -huh. indicating there was you know significant inflammation in that joint when we took the sample um, were normal clear mm -hmm. um, some of them even got so thick as they were sort of like a jelly kind of consistency in the red top tubes before we sent them off um, and these were horses that 
were had been injected in those joints had had radiographic some of them radiographic you know, changes to them mm-hmm. but we had I had been treating those horses specifically in those joints and so that's why we picked them um, to see if without putting it actually in the joint if we could give it systemically and get a change in the joint for the better and the health of it the thicker that fluid is the less the cartilage rubs together, the less inflammation that's going on um, in that joint, the healthier they'll go. So it's amazing that conjointin really is an anti-inflammatory because that doctor made that to inject into corneas of eyes. Mm -hmm. That is correct. Yep. Isn't that incredible? Because they were having having issues with increased interocular pressure post-surgery from the inflammation of the surgery, as well as the product they were trying they were using at the time was drawing more water into the eye therefore making it more inflamed so they were having potential complications yeah and with retinas and things like mm-hmm. that detaching yep so he so that's the whole want to get the inflammation out quickly exactly and amazing by mm-hmm. using that they could reduce the inflammation they healed better and healed faster with less complications and actually, shotgun Willie is quite happy that <laughs> it's so effective Unbelievable. and when Dorian said to me just give it to him every day for 10 days well, and it's, it's funny because Dr. Hausman, the guy who invented this, you know, his wife has, and that's how we got to know him. My wife is actually his wife's vet, and she rides dressage. Wonderful woman, great horses, and, uh, and, and one of her horses was off, and they were going to a competition, and, and I got a call from Dr. Hausman, and he said, I need 10 doses. I, I, I'm going to come by and get them. And he lives an hour and a half away. And he literally drove all the way across. And he was the first one. He's like, I'm giving it every day until this horse goes to the horse show. And uh, and that's what he does. Because you can't, you can't overdose on it. There is no lethal dose, even yeah. for a human, for a dog, mm-hmm. for a cat. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever your body doesn't use, it urinates out. And so you can, you can keep that inflammation down during acute mm-hmm. things that are happening, which is what was going on with your guy. Right. And if you keep it down and you allow the body to do its job, you know, a lot of the times the body Which a lot of times your body stops doing what it wants to do or what you or what you want to do because of inflammation and that's why you become unable to carry on and then when you can't carry on a lot of times that's when we stop exercising or stop using that that's body right. part because exactly. of that inflammation mm-hmm. and um, and, and then so you weaken the rest of then the, you weaken the arm it. or the right. rest of the leg or the rest of the hind so end and then you end up in a spiral of yeah. so it. the metabolism of it in the body it's going through the kidneys or the liver or it, or how does it metabolize it, it goes it goes through the liver um, but the liver actually produces and again not a doctor um, but this is what Dr. Hausman has taught me over the last couple of years and I, I try and listen to him and catch the majority of what he says but he's mm-hmm. a really smart guy <laughs> so the, the liver actually makes a compound that is similar uh, to a to a, a to a chondroitin molecule mm-hmm. so it doesn't actually when it goes into the bloodstream and it goes through the liver it doesn't actually get get manipulated by the liver destroyed you know the problem that we had we originally tried to make it into a pill for people because we know that people have been using our product on themselves because it works <laughs> they're not supposed to we tell them not to but we know that they do Louisa <laughs> so we tried to make it into a pill and it failed miserably it did not work it, it, it didn't work at all because it goes into the stomach and our chondroit molecule is such a low molecular weight molecule that it's, it's like heparin the stomach just destroys it it's why people that that take insulin and insulin is the same way it's why people have to inject themselves with insulin is because they can't take a pill well we've now partnered with another company that actually has a carrier molecule that we are now hopefully by february ish going to be able to offer humans and dogs 
a pill form of oh, our wow. summit that will work just as well as an injectable does because the carrier molecule actually protects it and as you eat it in just a pill form just like anything else you know, most chondroitin gets absolutely destroyed in the stomach. Well, this won't. This will be protected. So I'm by always the scientific. I like to know. So where does it get absorbed? You have to hold that thought for later because we got to the end of the segment like three minutes ago, and I know it's so interesting. I love it. I love. I love I think we're all going to go and eat afterwards, so we can ask them five million more questions because I have a lot too. But Shotgun Willie appreciates. Them. I do want to put the website up though um, for them. If we could, Joe, pop that up there. The uh, the uh, summit website is up there for you. If you want more information, you can also follow them on Facebook, um, and you can find them there as well. Can so, um, ask any questions? Yes. Well, the thing about it is, is he knows his business because I'm questioning it. I know. He does know his I'm good with it. And uh, there's a ton of testimonials as well, success stories uh, with a variety of horses from all breeds and all disciplines, not just my old guys. Um, who are, who are very, very grateful to Summit Joint Performance. I've had a, a great deal of success. And I did a little video testimonial that I sent to Dorian the other day and almost cried at the end of it, but I held it together today. So I think he gave me a practice shot uh, doing that. So I did well. But uh, definitely follow Summit Joint Performance. And uh, it's uh, definitely worth a reach out with any questions that you have. They can certainly help your horse. Uh, whatever you're doing, whether it's uh, trail riding, pasture ornament, uh, all the way to the Olympics. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We're going to come back. We're going to have a um, chat with Jessica Lynn from Earthsong Ranch and do our holistic horse segment. Then we're going to wrap it up with horses without humans and have Yvonne Bartow uh, close out the show with us and wrap it up for the day. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever, with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Tax Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. 
This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934, manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Lawson Farms. The Lawson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Lawson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Lawson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Lawson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 through the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. In the studio with me, I have my co-host, Paul Etstout. And joining us by phone, I have Jessica Lynn from Earth Song Ranch. Hi, Jessica. Hi there. How are you? I'm great. How great. about you guys? Wonderful. Thank you. We're going to talk a little bit about seasonal colic. Uh, it's definitely a concern for us at this time of year. We, uh, we seem to see more colics when the weather changes uh, in our horses, whether it be from, uh, from summer to, uh, to fall and winter, or in fact winter back to spring. We don't have the big seasons like they do up north. We have um, what hot and hotter here. <laughs> so our, our changes aren't quite as dramatic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, listen, we have beautiful weather year round. I'm not complaining. Um, but uh, sometimes that can cause population problems anyway. Uh, but um, talk a little bit about some of the complaints that you hear about at this time of year, Jessica. Well, this time of year, all over the country, as the weather goes up and down and makes these really severe dips, horses will colic. Now, colic is not anything but a nonspecific bellyache, and most colics are not like impaction or that kind of thing. So when I got my Arab four years ago, he would colic every time we had a weather change. And I live at the 3,600-foot level, so we can drop down to you know, 30 degrees from an 80-degree you know, day. So one of the things you can do is have homeopathic remedies on hand. And when you know there's a weather change coming, if your horse is triggered by those, then you use aconite, and it's a 30C dose. Um, 
if they start showing signs of a bellyache and they haven't maybe pooped or they're not farting or whatever. And take them in the horse trailer. <laughs> I'm the bumpiest road you find. But, uh, Mine you poop as soon as I put them in the horse trailer every time. Mine doesn't. He's very neat. But anyway, um, you can give them a dose of Nux Vomica, which is for a tummy ache, and then walk them for 15 minutes and give them another dose. And if it's a gas colic, then usually they'll start passing gas within a half hour and then the, the stomach aches relieved. One of my other tricks that I do with a lot of people where I live in this area is we get quite a few colicky horses due to our severe weather, um, is have peppermint oil on hand. And what you do with the peppermint oil is you put it on the tips of your finger and you rub it into their belly button and then put a couple drops in their mouth and walk them around and they will then start going, oh, okay, I can let go now. And they'll, you know, pass gas or they'll poop. So, Peppermint oil. Does that work on people? <laughs> Does that work on people? What's that? Does that work on people? I don't know. Might. I don't like anybody rubbing my belly button though. It's always important to call your vet and give them a heads up that you know you you've got this issue going on. You're going to try a few things, but have your vet on board with you. You know, it save you a lot of time and money and grief. You know, if you've got to call them out, you'll know within an hour or so if those remedies don't work. Absolutely. But for the most part, they work, and it's a great thing. I have a homeopathic kit in my barn, you know, I for these kind of things. And when I know weather change is coming, Jeep gets his aconite, and we don't have any more colic. Do you think a lot of the um, a lot of the symptoms that you see, especially when the weather starts to get a lot cooler, is the horses drinking less water? I'm sure you see Ab that. Yes, Ab absolutely. And what I tell people too, all over the country right now, start giving them some wet buckets because they're not drinking enough because the weather's so wacky or the water's too cold or you know whatever. Make sure they've got moisture going through. Every yes. meal my so animals meal. get is wet every yeah. single one and i've started adding salt back now a little tiny bit of salt in every feed and every meal is wet twice yes. a day they all get wet that's, wet food that's what i do too <laughs> because you don't know you know i mean they can impact there no doubt they will and then you've got the vet out and you've got the oil down the nose and the whole thing and the trauma of all that plus the cost when all it would have taken is just an extra five minutes a night to give them a wet bucket yeah mine mine every feed is wet and every feed has oil in it and now yeah, they have salt <laughs> and when we do get cold weather um i will also tell people to put a handful of peppermint leaf in a wet bucket and mix it up they love the taste anyway but it also is just soothing it for the gut and it will help things move through peppermint leaf that's a good idea yeah, peppermint leaf where do you get your peppermint leaf? Just from the... Oh, my, my, I'm so glad you asked. My favorite source is Star West Botanicals, and they're out in California, but ship all over. And I just opened a bag today because I was making up our winter blend, and oh my God, does it smell good. Far West? Did you Star say West Star Botanicals. West? Star they West make some, They have some of the best herbs. Hmm. And if you call before noon our time, they ship that day, so you get it really quickly. 
How interesting. And you can, uh, you can actually reach out to Jessica Lynn at earthsongranch.com. You can also find her on Facebook. I don't know if you know this, but 80% of colic cases can actually be prevented with proper management yep. strategies. We always recommend that you call your veterinarian first of all before you try anything new. Uh, consult with your veterinarian and um, reach out to Jessica Lynn if you need any kind of nutritional advice or assistance. She has uh, been wonderful working with my 34-year-old who was diagnosed with Cushing's and uh, with these seasonal changes of course if you make any changes if you add water to your feed or do anything different do it very very slowly don't introduce anything new to your horse's diet uh, without doing it very very gradually Jessica thank you for joining us and uh, we always love having you on the show and as I as I said earthsongranch.com is her website and you can find her on Facebook and we are going to be back in just a few minutes. We're going to close out the show. We've got Yvonne Bartow with us from Horses Without Humans. We're going to get a little update on the Boneyard Rescue Horses uh, out at her facility in Bell. We are going to talk a little bit more about this really exciting show coming up uh, that's going to be at the beginning of December. And uh, we're going to wrap up, the, uh, wrap up the Horse Talk Show with her. So stay with us. And we'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show. This show is sponsored in part by All-In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All-In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All-In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This show is sponsored in part by Earthsong Ranch, improving and restoring health since 1998 for the health of your horses, dogs, and cats with natural probiotic-based supplements, herbal dewormers, all-natural fly sprays, joint supplements, plus Earthsong Ranch is a great resource for health information. Find Earthsong Ranch on Facebook or at earthsongranch.com. This show is sponsored in part by Equisin. When visiting the horse capital of the world, you want to stay at a hotel that reminds you of what you love about Ocala, the horses. Stay tuned to this show for announcements about the renovations to be completed fall 2019 at the Equisin by following them on Facebook and Instagram at Equisin. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs, enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus a hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, 
owner of Lawson Farms is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality, and teamwork. Lawson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Lawson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, and uh, in the studio with me, Paulette Stout, my co-host, and I also have Yvonne Barteau from Horses Without Humans with us also. And uh, we've had Yvonne with us on the show before. She's, uh, she's been a wonderful guest in the past. We've enjoyed having her. She shared with us uh, the Boneyard Horses story, which is uh, absolutely wonderful. I got a chance to go out to the farm a couple of weeks ago and visit those horses. We've got those photos to share with you. Uh, if you're joining us on Facebook, you'll be able to see uh, how absolutely wonderful uh, that visit was and, uh, and, and just how amazing uh, of a job you've done with those 19 horses. Uh, can you give us an update? They're good. I mean, they're really good. The horses are doing well, and we brought Rain for her first trip off property. You met Rain yes. when you were out there, and she was one of the worst when we were at the beginning, and now she made a f uh, two field trips. Uh, she went to the Fort White Feed, who's been so great about helping us out. We went, brought to Ellie Ray's bar, and she went there and was hanging out by the water with the owners of the of the property, and then uh, we took her into the town of Bell as well, and so, so she is, uh, th there's not much to worry about those horses anymore so we have to think about what's next you know what we need to do and we're actually starting a training program with all of them everything rain is probably the last that will start I'll start with some round pen work with her and some join up and you know ground control shoulder work and this and that but everything else is going to you know get going Eddie of course he's just going to learn to be a little charmer and he's going to probably sit in the couch and watch he is cartoons. a little charmer isn't he yeah, he's a funny guy he's super cool so are we talking about the holiday show so yes we, we've got to talk about this Paulette you um, you've got those so you can hold them up uh, tell us what to expect well, uh, December uh, 6th through the 8th, we're going to be at Canterbury, or formerly Canterbury, it's the Alachua Showgrounds now, and there it is on the screen, and that's Poppy, one of the stars of the show. Um, I'm the Snow Queen, he's my Snow Queen mount. It is beautiful a beautiful dress. He is cool. I have a different beautiful dress, horse. actually. Yeah, he's a beautiful horse. He is a showstopper, that guy. We actually brought him last week to Canterbury to do a little uh, dry run-through, not costuming, of course, but he's he is such a star. We brought Eddie there as well. Uh, the show will benefit the horses without humans uh, hopefully help with our feed bill for the next season everybody is donating their time everybody is donating their um, actually their their talents and their time and we've got a great cast we've got Michael Gascon we've got Kirsten Maine I've got uh, Cassie and Hootie my daughters in there we've got you showing up and you both in the ballroom scene yeah we've wrapped yep. you in so um, that's my daughter Hootie um, on the screen right there and Gorgeous. that um, she will have a rescue horse that she's riding as a guardian angel this year so we are going to intersperse uh, some of the rescue horses in the show and so that will be great we'll have some there on site for people to visit there are VIP and sponsorships available there's general seating it's available now on horseswithouthumans.org so you can buy your tickets now before they're gone you can um, buy VIP tables and you can contact me about sponsorship or vendor opportunities so we do want to make it a benefit of the season and uh, I think it's going to be that with uh, the people and the horses that we've got in 
and it's going to be super fun. So Absolutely so wonderful. So there'll be vendors there? What types of vendors? That, those monies will go towards the Horses Without Eyes. Yes, I mean, the, the vendor money will go towards it, and um, I do think that we have a number of vendors in. We're, we're open for a few more. We will have food. We will have a concession. We will have also a silent auction that will be open to the sponsors and the VIP uh, because we're, it, the place will house about 3,000 people, and so barn tours also will be available. So it's going to be um, it's going to be fun. It's a magical, magical time. I mean, I love the Christmas show. I love Christmas. I love the holidays. But I do love this this show. You will, everybody it's will love incredible. it. It's exciting. It's and really we've fun. got but a, you, but we've you got a, have a lot of vendors because it's Christmas time. We've got a horse of the week here uh, as well to talk about. Silver is our uh, adoptable horse of the week. Ten-year-old thoroughbred. Wonderful addition to your training program, right? Yes. Uh, clips, ties, and stands for the farrier. A great mind, super athletic build, three nice gates with both canter leads, and um, is started over fences and cross country jumps. Started with a solid groundwork foundation as well as consistent low level dressage training. Solid candidate on trail rides, super flashy eventer. Won first place in his first show off property in July can be ridden on a team for fox hunting as well. Super fun horse, would excel as a hunter jumper or eventing project for an intermediate young rider or intermediate amateur adult and will make his next human very happy. So it would be nice if Rick Wallace and um, Briggs Surratt were still here because they were eventers, they had to go to the barn, but that would have been super cool if they could have got a chance to Hopefully, um, he's still watching. Yeah, he's a he's a good horse, and he's ready for. He could suit a young rider. He, he could should suit compete a dog at the Alcala Jockey Club. In he could. Yeah, he's uh, he's just been to one hunter pace. He did really well with one of my working students there, and Jen has been schooling him pretty diligently since then. And he he actually came from another rescue that was more of a non-riding rescue. So he came in um, at at an age where he really needed to get to work and get going. And so that's kind of what he's doing now. And he does well in a pasture situation. He does well with other horses, and he also does well if he's in and out of a stall. So I would say that's a good one. He's cool. Rick, if you're listening, you probably know somebody that. Uh, could do a lot with this horse and be pretty fantastic. So, anyway, make sure you get your tickets for Spirit of the Horse. So now, um, you got to forgive me, okay? Okay, I'm going to forgive you. Yeah, you got to forgive me. So um, we have something for you that we're going to put up here on the screen. Um, we were very sad to hear about Bota. Oh, Bota. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, very sadly, um, last week I think you were a Frisian stallion. Um, passed away, and mm -hmm. uh, I was heartbroken to hear that. Heck of a horse, heck yes. of a horse. He's one. Thank you, though. Thank you for that, because yeah. when you have to make those hard calls, it, it really is sad. But um, it's nice to see him, and, and he touched a lot of hearts. He was a heck of a horse. Heck of a Amazing. horse. Thank you. You're welcome. His last performance in Tryon was a patriotic tribute performed to Lee Greenwood's "God's Bless, God Bless the USA," and apparently left uh, the whole crowd on their feet. For his uh, his last performance, so wonderful horse and uh, prayers and thoughts with you. I know it's hard. There's no uh, there's there's nothing makes that any easier. Losing horses is tough. No, it's like family. It is no, family. and you don't forget them. I mean, they don't have to be super special movie stars like Boder, but it doesn't matter. They grab a piece of your heart, and he was around, geez, 12, 13, 14 years. So I spent around that horse. That's a long time. 
Yeah. I had marriages that haven't lasted that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, my horse has been with me for 26. Like Dorian said from Summit Joint Performance, since I was two. <laughs> I love him for those comments. <laughs> Uh, we're going to put uh, Horses Without Humans uh, website up for you on the screen. If you're joining us on Facebook, you'll be able to see that. Um, you can follow them also on Facebook, on social media. They, uh, they are doing wonderful, wonderful work. Um, they saved uh, 19, the Boneyard horses that we've been followed, uh, following, but they've got over 50, I think, rescues out okay. there on 126 acres in Bell, doing incredible work, retraining them and rehoming them into some phenomenal homes, into other careers, and um, taking these animals literally from bags of bones uh, to healthy horses uh, through very, very slow transition. Has to be done very, very carefully and slowly. Um, as much as you want to just go and give them a ton of grain and hay, you can't. Uh, it has to be, you know, very, very slow process, introduced to them very slowly. Veterinarians didn't have much hope for some of these horses. They've done an incredible job saving them. Um, and many others like them, and there's there's more work to be done. So hats off to uh, to an incredible team out there. Yvonne, Jen, and the rest of the team are just um, absolutely wonderful. George is here uh, uh, out there also uh, helping, and, and really, they can't do it without you. Uh, they can't do it without your support. They can't do it without your help. Your donations really matter, you know, whether it's, uh, it's feed, it's hay, it's cash, it's gifts everybody's been so wonderful it's been a huge outpouring um, a big way that you can help you know we've talked about this event um, Joe can put it back up on the screen for you you know spirit of the horse this is a, a an event that can really really help all the funds from this you know will will go to help these horses all of these rescue horses so if you want to have a wonderful night out and see an absolutely phenomenal performance and you also want to help these horses then you know it's a win-win all the way around so this is a great way to spend uh, um, you know an evening with your family and um, if there's one evening you can't do it's okay because there's a couple of other choices there on the date so um, I think all of us can make an effort and, and get there to see this show and be incredibly blessed and at the same time uh, bless an incredible organization that's doing some really 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 good work for the horses so we're advocates for the horse and that's what we do with the horse talk show so um, this is just another way that we can all help so I think that's pretty awesome and um, pretty exciting and Paulette thank you Yvonne thank yeah. you we are at the end of the show uh, I'm going to wrap it up for this week next week we're going to have um, Alyssa Wallace with us we're going to hear a little bit about her Mustang experience and her eventing and um, she's going to talk to us a little bit uh, about the Ocala Jockey Club and uh, we're also going to have Coast to Coast Fencing here which could be a little bit like stand-up comedy uh, with uh, Chad and Tommy in here could be pretty interesting Tommy knows absolutely nothing about horses but a lot about fencing <laughs> and Chad knows about both he had a, a horse that he uh, bred and uh, and started uh, in the Breeders' Cup last year and uh, so He's a, he's a horseman, lives right across the road from me, and uh, they should be pretty amusing. That could be one of the funniest interviews in the uh, six years that we've been doing this. So that should be a lot of fun, but we'll have a great show loaded up for you, and we'll have some more uh, Breeders' Cup interviews as well next week to share with you all of the Marion County connections uh, to the richest weekend in horse racing. Uh, coming up in just a couple of weeks. So thank you for joining us, whether you're in the horse capital of the world or not. Happy horsing around. Until next time. <laughs>